Welcome to the first episode of Kicking and Screaming, a Blueprint Sports Podcast hosted by myself, Henry Hagel, and my co-host, Gus McKinney. I mean, to sum up who we are, sophomores, pretty average teenagers, just huge sports fans will watch anything that comes on TV, even if it's soccer. Reluctantly, we will watch it. Um, And it just so happens that this weekend... The biggest game of the year for us, the Super Bowl, is happening. So, I mean, uh, we're, we're stoked. We're stoked. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, I think it's going to be a great game. Two great teams who fought their way. They both deserve to be here. And so I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I mean, it's just fine. It, it, it's honestly nice to have a change of pace. Like, we have the Patrick Mahomes, Brady. Finally, we get Stafford in there. Burrow, I mean, you can't have a more exciting, like, I think it's really one of the best um, best combinations you could you could have. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. We're shifting away from the whole Brady, um, Rogers era, and um, the new guys, Joe Burrow. And Matt Stafford's been in the league a while, but he's never won anything. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. I mean, speaking of Burrow, I, I don't know. I, a lot of people are sold that he's going to continue the success. I don't think he will. To be honest, I I think that Rams D-line is too good and that Bengals O-line is too too awful to where I don't think Burrow will be able to make something of this situation. But, I I mean, he could shock me like he has every, every week, but I don't think he's going to do great. You know, I'm kind of torn on this topic because I love Burrow and I love, I love rooting for the Bengals, but... It's just hard to say, you know. He's still super young and pretty inexperienced, and he's had a pretty magical run so far, but um, it's hard to say how he's going to do. Well, with that inexperience, I mean, uh, I know we've discussed it off air before, but does the national championship count as experience? I I think it does. Yeah. Um, Especially if he has Jamar with him, you know. Yeah, and the, there was that thing, the lineman who carried him off the field – after the um, national championship game, they're still teammates. Yeah. Um, I mean, he definitely has chemistry with this team. I mean, it seems like anytime he needs an open receiver, he finds one. Like, he, he knows where his guys are at. Yeah, he knows how to win games. He knows how to perform. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, moving off that, we mentioned Jamar Chase. Well, I mean that matchup against Ramsey and Chase. I think that's going to be a great one. Like, I, oh, I'm super excited. But I, I still think. I mean, I mean, the, uh, Jamar Chase. I don't want to sell him short, but there's something with cornerbacks about being ex- that experienced against the number one receiver. Like Ramsey has been doing this his whole career, and he's had a longer career than Jamar. So I think he'll be able. I, he'll know the tricks. He'll he'll be able to clamp him. I, I think. I can't see a big game coming for Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's another interesting storyline because him and Burrow, they know each other. They know how to play with each other more than anyone. Um, but, yeah, Chase is just still super young. Um, so I could see Ramsey having a pretty good game and maybe holding him to um, not as great as he's done in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we're sensing a common theme. I think, I think Rams are going to win. I, I, I 
can't see a situation where the Bengals pull it off. I mean, a miracle by by Joe Burrow. And I I hate rooting against Joe Burrow because he's such a fun player to watch. But I no, the Bengals won't win. I, I can't see it. Yeah, I think the Bengals are like that 12 seed that wins the first two rounds in the NC2A tournament. And it se- they have one NFL or they have one guy who's going to go to the league, and it just seems like they're going to keep going. And then they just play Duke or Gonzaga, and yeah. it's just like a, it's just no contest, you know. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy. Like you've been able to, I don't want to say fake it, but you've been able to perform up until this point. But now it's the real deal. Not saying that the Chiefs weren't the Chiefs tie-ins, they but they're, they're kind of, I, I'm a Chiefs fan, so yeah, I'm reluctant to say this, but. Though both those teams are chokers, the Chiefs cannot hold a lead. They they choke. So, um, and although the Rams have shown signs of that, I I think they're, I think they're a more sound team than any team the Bengals have played uh, in the playoffs thus far. Yeah, um, you know I will say the Rams they've won all three playoff games, but I can't say that it's been exactly convincing. You know. They almost let the Bucks come back and beat them. True. Yeah. The, um, but that, I mean, that's Brady. It's Brady. See, it's tough to compare. But I mean, I think if um, I think if Joukowsky Tart caught that interception, we might be telling a different story right now. You yeah. Know? And we, as someone who lives in the Bay Area, who's not a Niners fan, I just want to say I am beyond grateful that he dropped that interception. Because I could not live with myself if the Niners went on to the to a Super Bowl again. Like I, it is the most obnoxious fan base to live by. Sorry for anyone who's a Niners fan. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I'm a Niners fan myself, and all offense intended. It it just hurts to watch that play. You know, we were we were so close. We'd be in the big game, but you know, I, that's just how I that's think just the that way it is. is. If the Niners make the Super Bowl, I think we have a lot. It's a lot. I think it's just a pick em, like any team can I agree. win. I agree. I, I'm a Niners fan through and through, but I do think the Rams are definitely a better team. Well, it's just, yeah, they just have those advantages that the Niners wouldn't necessarily have. Like, you you have that. It's almost like the Niners are a worse version of the Rams, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah, they have good D-line, good O-line, but Rams have still have... Two good tackles to the yeah. Niners. One, Rams have a, a, just a massive D line that's not letting anyone through. Niners have a good D line, but Niners are also beat up. Yeah, so I, I, I can't stress this enough. I am so glad that the Rams made it over the Niners, but I don't like either team. But I, <laughs> but I do. I'm not rooting for the Rams, but I. I think they'll win, so I'm rooting for my prediction to come true. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I definitely think the Rams have it. Um, you know, the Bengals, it's really surprising they've made it this far. Um, I mean, just when you look at, like, everything they've been through and just their stats, like, I don't know how you can have such a bad O-line and be in the Super Bowl. That's what it, – it's – so impressive what Joe Burrow's done. Yeah, it like magnifies it. Like beyond his swagger, like it, <laughs> that for lack of a better word, that sounded awful, but for <laughs> his charisma, um, he's still just like under, with how much support he has, I still think he's underrated because yeah. people like him for his attitude, but they, 
I don't think a lot of people realize truly how good this this yeah. guy is. Like, he, he's had how he has a really good receiving core. I do want to mention that um, Tyler Boyd and T Higgins against two, a two and three cornerback. And like, if yeah, I, in a normal game, that's not the Bengals. Jalen Ramsey would be guarding one of those guys, but right. he has to focus his attention on on um, Jamar Chase. So yeah, that's those not... those two receivers could could feast. Absolutely, absolutely a strength. And then don't sleep on the Bengals' um, defense. Mm, I don't know. I'm sleeping. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a good night of sleep <laughs> really? on that Bengals defense. Really? Yeah. I mean, you could say their defense has kind of gotten them as far as their offense has. They <sighs> held. I mean, what they did against Patrick Mahomes in the second half of that Chiefs game, they wouldn't be here without that. No, stifling. Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes did that to himself. Right? <laughs> he threw it right to, right to a D lineman. I, I don't want to talk about it. You're getting me emotional right now, but no, I will be sleeping on the Bengals' defense as much as I want to. Um. Uh, now. How how are we feeling about the awards so far? Uh, you know, uh, last night was the NFL honors. We we got the Hall of Fame, and then Andrew Whitworth with Walter Payton Man of the Year. We think that's a do we think that's a little good luck charm going into the Super Bowl or what? Yeah, I've heard that's a very respected award in the NFL community. Does it does that jinx the Rams or does that give them that good karma? I, I think it's a sign of good luck that you know. Whitworth's been helping out and doing good things, so I think it's a good sign. Yeah, I mean he's played for both teams in the Super Bowl, so maybe maybe it's a little good karma for both at offsets. Who knows? Um, yeah. So I I think we've pretty much covered the um, the basics of this game. I, yeah. Oh, there's one thing I want to mention. Um, although I don't think the Bengals can win, I do think. One way they the uh, one underrated piece of their team somehow he's flown under the radar this these whole playoffs is Joe Mixon nobody's talking about him he's a arguably he maybe top seven running back in the league like you could put him as one of those guys yeah he gets yardage he, he against does. the Chiefs I think he had north of eighty yards like on the ground he's gonna be a solid piece for him and. I think if they could establish that run game, it just makes that pass game even better. So yeah. keep an eye out for T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. Those are my three guys for the Bengals to keep an eye out. I just want to mention that. So when they all pop off for 100 yards apiece, you could, we can replay this clip and we'll see just how much of a genius I am. Yeah, Mixon was kind of a wild card going into the year. He was, um, it was scary to draft him in fantasy for yeah, a lot of people. Tough. Tell me about it. But um, he proved everyone wrong, and he had a great year. And um, I definitely think he'll play a big role um, in the Bengals' offense this game. Yeah. So as I'm talking about stats for these receivers, running backs, um, let's let's talk about, like, over-unders on yards. I mean, we, we have um, – Sure. Well, yeah, we have all these numbers. So let's run a couple by and see what we're thinking. Um, all right, um, let's start out with Jamar Chase. Um, 80 and a half yards over under. What do you got? Oh, under. Under. I don't, think, I don't think he'll do much. I've already said this, and I don't want to restate what I've said, but he won't do much. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Burrow is going to depend on um, Higgins and Boyd. Yeah. So. 
Um, and then Odell Beckham Jr. What 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 are the numbers we're looking at? Um, we're looking at sixty five and a half. It's tough to say on yards. I'm not sure if he's going to be as much of a deep threat. I do think in the red zone, with Higby being doubtful right now, yeah. you know, that's the red zone guy. Right. I think Odell, you know, you have that, you you have an established receiver. I think you want to go to him in the red zone. So look for him for getting at least one touchdown, maybe two, is what I'm thinking. But I'm, I'm not sure about the yards. I'm indifferent about the yards. All right, um, I'll mention the yards since you're too scared to okay, make okay. a take. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I think he will get over. Um, I agree that he will um, be a target in the red zone. Um, and so I just think that will lead to um, just more catches and more yards. So I'm going to go over. Okay, fair. fair. Yeah, I would lean towards over, if anything. All right, Um how about um, kind of a wild card here? Joe Burrow rushing yards, 12 and a half. Oh, over. I think he's going to be forced out of the pocket. Yeah. Um, and the Chiefs, well, the Chiefs kind of got to him, but he didn't, he didn't run much. But, I mean, let's say he gets four attempts. He's going to, in four attempts, I have faith that one of those will break loose for 10. And then the rest for one or two, you, you have your over right there. And that's being conservative. Sure. I mean, I don't want it to sound like I'm agreeing with you on everything yeah. because we disagree on a lot of things, but I agree with you. I think, yeah, I just think there's going to be four or five situations, like you were saying, where he's going to escape the pressure and be forced to scramble, and I think he'll surpass that um, that threshold. Um, how about Cooper Cup at eight and a half receptions? Now, this is a matchup I've kind of been looking at. Um, I think less. I think under. Um, Mike Hilton, I think, will be guarding him. And when they played each other in 2019, he Cup got clamped up. Although that's a completely different receiver, it's still it's still the same matchup. Sure. You sure. agree with that, or what are you thinking? Uh, I think it's hard to say because Cup has um, improved so much. You know, recently he just won Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, and I'm not mad about that one. I'm actually, I, I agree with that. I think he deserved it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the over. I think he's going to have a big game. He's been doing it all year. Um, and, I, yeah, I like his chances. Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay, one more. Let's do one. All right. Um, all right, this is another, um, another kind of wild card. Joe Burrow... Um, one and a half interceptions. One and a half. I think that's a really good number. I um, agree. Because I think he'll definitely throw at least one pick. Yeah, he's going to be throwing a lot of it. Yeah, he's going to be forced to throw. If they get behind, he's going to be throwing a lot. So I could see him having one legit pick and then one kind of Hail Mary needs hmm. this to catch up interception. So over, but... In the mind of, like, when you're watching the game, it wasn't really two interceptions, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, I think he's going to have only one. I mean, I think I think he is going to be throwing a lot, but he's still a great quarterback, you know? Yeah. Like, we can't just forget about that and the run that he's had. So I think he's only going to throw one. I'll take the under. Okay, and then lastly, to just wrap it up, 
What are we thinking? Coin toss. See, that's actually a controversial one. I'm going to go tails. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I love the expression, tails never fails, but it does. I got heads. With, I, yeah, heads will win. I will put anything on it. Okay. Alright. I, I think that's it. I think we covered everything we want to say. Um we'll we'll be back with another episode after after the Super Bowl. Go over how how these takes went, how they aged. So um, until next time.